the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Can you say Wuhan virus? Yes, repeat after me, Wuhan virus. Now, if you did repeat after me, you might be a racist. I don't know when it started, but the media are now saying that Donald Trump or you uh, or I uh, are a racist if you refer to the virus that has canceled everything on Earth in the last two days, including, by the way, all the schools in Pennsylvania, in case you hadn't heard, uh, referred to it as the Wuhan virus. Wuhan, in case you've forgotten, is the name of the city in China where the Wuhan virus originated. Just yesterday, our friends at uh, Media Matters ran a piece with this headline, Right-wing media doubled down on racist efforts to rebrand coronavirus. But your friends at Media Matters, I guess, uh, forgot that um, everybody in the media was referring to it as the Wuhan virus. It was a little while ago that Fredo Cuomo at CNN decided that it was racist and a way to blame someone for the for the disease. Listen to this, uh, and listen to how many times your friends in the liberal media used the term Wuhan virus before somebody decided it was racist. It's all happening at a time that we're starting to see a message shift here, because you're starting to hear the Republicans, especially Trump Co., calling it the Wuhan or the Chinese coronavirus. They're looking for someone to blame. Concern is growing this morning over an outbreak of a new SARS-like virus in China. At least six people have died from the Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The 34-year-old ophthalmologist diagnosed Saturday with the Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan virus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. What more can you tell us about the similarities or differences between SARS and the Wuhan coronavirus? The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus in China. The Wuhan uh, coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. And the Wuhan uh, coronavirus. Wuhan coronavirus. Fears continue to grow did, over the outbreak. I'm sorry. Did, could you turn that up again, uh, Aaron? Did they say Wuhan? Wuhan coronavirus. They're still saying it. A lot of racists out there. That's unbelievably stupid. So it's only become racist recently, I guess, because whoever is in charge of the uh, the left wing media, I don't know who that is, but whoever that is, sent the memo out that you're no longer allowed to call it that and then you just wait for the republicans to call it the wuhan virus and then they can be accused of being racist meanwhile uh, i had thought about doing a show today without mentioning the wuhan virus but i couldn't come up with uh, any idea that would completely ignore it but i'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about the wuhan virus itself but when we come back from the break we will talk about how the wuhan virus has given everybody a really good preview of what the world would look like if the lunatic, lunatics uh, in the Democrat Party ever get a chance uh, to be in charge and implement the Green New Deal. And in our second half hour, we have a sports angle I think you'll like. Includes some history, and we're going to tie it in with all the cancellations and the disappointment for all the athletes whose teams uh, had their seasons end really quickly. Stick around. Come on, everybody. I said, now let's play a game. I bet you I could make a rhyme out of anybody's name. The name game. The team at my pillow is grateful for you. So grateful. They have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and he guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my 
Dry sheets you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free, by calling 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code STAG. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash hats. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash hats. That's BambooHR.com slash hats. I am doing all the right things, drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating keep coming back. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests in my home without the shame of pet stains and odors. Genesis 950 with water breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. All pet owners should have Genesis 950 on hand. I can even use it in my carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for my family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, oil and grease stains, wheels, tires, degreasing engines, and upholstery. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. It's inevitable that some uh, good will come out of the nightmare that's been created by the Wuhan virus. Uh, One good thing might be the preview that we may be getting here uh, of the Green New Deal, which we hope never becomes reality. But if the Democrats take over, you know they're going to try. Daniel Turner is the founder and and executive director of Power the Future. He has a really good piece up on the Federalist today that lays it all out. He joins us now. Daniel, thanks for being here. John, it's always great to be on your program. Thanks for having me back. Okay, so uh, why should lots of environmentalists be happy with what's been happening since the uh, the virus showed up? Yeah, you know, and, and I am going to judge the environmental's plans by actually their consequences, not by their intentions, which is kind of what the left always wants, right? They want you to judge them by their intentions and not what they do. And their intention is to save the earth and protect the environment. But the actions of the Green New Deal will do things like destroy the travel industry, right? The Green New Deal wants to ban the combustion engine. The travel industry can't survive without cheap and expensive fossil fuels. Look what's happening because of coronavirus. 50% 50% down in, in, in the tourism industry with uh, cargo ships, I'm sorry, with cruise ships, uh, 30% decline in airline stock. Most airlines are cutting 40, 50% of their 
regular uh, uh, their regular flights because of lack of demand. Right, thousands of people are going to lose their job in the travel industry. Isn't this something the Greens would celebrate? I mean, that's what the Green New Deal would do, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's what they're looking at, and and uh, they're not talking about fifty years from now. If they get their way, they want it in ten years. Yeah, the, the Greens have oftentimes uh, accused us us being the first world, us being America that that tourism is bad for the planet. You can just Google articles. Tourism is killing our planet, telling people that it's selfish to go to Mykonos. And if you wanted to take your wife to Paris for their honeymoon, that's also selfish because of carbon footprints, things like that. Well, coronavirus is destroying the travel industry just as conveniently as the Green New Deal would. Here's another good thing about the Green New Deal. It would make Electricity prices skyrocket. We see that in Europe, which has gone green. Germany pays more than three times what we do for electricity. So does England. Last year, 40,000 seniors in England died because they could not afford their heat. Think about that. It was The total number was 46,000 seniors in England, not a third world country, in England could not afford to put on the heat and they died as a consequence. And it would be that pretty would happen. Sho- Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's shocking to think that that's how expensive it is for the seniors and the poorer seniors, and, and they're dying as a consequence. Well, what's, w- what's coronavirus attacking? The seniors. Yeah, well, if, if, um, if the Wuhan virus uh, were to kill 46,000 people, that would be a big, big deal. Uh, and, yeah. And, that, and you're saying that it happened in the U.K., as a result of people, what, freezing to death or just be get, getting sick because they're, you know, they get a cold and then it turns into pneumonia because they're in, you know, in a cold house. I mean, how did that happen? Yeah, Freezing to death because uh, the U.K., like all of England, has gone green. And when you go green, the electricity rates skyrocket. Green energy is not cheap. It is extremely expensive. So if you are an elderly person, a poorer elderly person in, in Great Britain, your fifty, sixty, seventy dollar monthly heating bill is now two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollar heating bill. So, what choices do the poor elderly people of the UK have? You go broke or try to fight the cold. They tried to fight the cold, and thousands of them failed in that. And that's in my op-ed in the Federalist document. That this is not me speaking hyperbolically and yeah, sounding like a it. lunatic. You link to it. Yeah. yeah. These well, these are actual facts. This is what happens when we quote-unquote, go green. And so my point, as cruel as it may sound, is if you like the Green New Deal and you want to do things like reduce the population because of climate change, you want to kill the travel industry because of climate change, well, the Wuhan virus is achieving that exact same ends. Yeah, you, you um, speaking of the travel industry, you linked to a piece in The Telegraph from a couple of years ago, the headline of which is, Our Desire to See the World is Killing It. Here's what you can yes. do to help. So I didn't I hadn't I mean I knew that they would be against anything that required flying in a jet unless it was their private one but uh they they I mean it doesn't surprise me that they would think it would be a good idea if everybody stopped traveling but there I mean there's actually a part of the uh, environmentalist movement that really would like to target target the travel industry and make f- people feel guilty about taking a cruise uh, taking a trip to Europe, I, I don't know. It's 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 yeah. amazing. There, there is a. It is becoming very popular to shame people called travel shaming. It's way more popular. It isn't than Europe than it is here. But travel shaming is a real thing. Um, and then even on on a more sinister note, which we see in America, if you recall, in one of the debates or town halls, Bernie Sanders was asked about increased abortion funding to reduce the population for climate change. And he agreed with it. He said, absolutely, we have to look at that, right? My point is that the progressive green groups are not progressive at all. They are regressive. They are anti-human, um, and, and they bring us back to a, 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 a very vulgar view of mankind and humanity. And coronavirus is doing that as well. We're talking to Daniel Turner. He's the founder and executive director of Power of Power of the Future, um, and you should check his piece out on the Federalist today at the Federalist uh, about how 
the what's been happening because of the uh, the Wuhan virus um, that we're getting a preview of what life would be like if the Green New Deal were ever implemented. Um, so uh, I, I want to ask you something else because this is not necessarily to, uh, a part of this discussion. But I uh, I was talking to a guy today who's a liberal friend of mine, and uh, he was telling me how much he hates fracking. Now, I want you to understand, in case you don't know, I'm coming to you from western Pennsylvania, which is where I'm speaking to you from. And where I saw this guy, we were in an area that I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's any place on the planet where fracking is being done more in here in western PA. <laughs> but he hates it. But he, he says there are chemicals that they put into the ground as part of the fracking process. Is it chemicals or just water? Or if they are chemicals, what are they? And why should uh, my friend be afraid of them? Yeah, no, he should at all be afraid of them. In fact, a, a guy who ran for president who, who, whose campaign did not go anywhere, John Hickenlooper, uh-huh. he was the former governor of Colorado, even being a greenie um, and being, being a, a fairly leftist person, John Hickenlooper was pro-fracking because he saw how good it was for the state. And in a very dramatic PR moment, he drank fracking fluid in front of an audience to demonstrate that it was not dangerous. It is 99.9% water, and there are solvents in it. Things like you would find in dish soap that really help the the uh, um, materials that they are fracking, whether it's earth, whether I'm sorry, whether it's uh, gas, whether it's oil, the petrochemicals. It's a lubricant that helps them flow through the rocks and get out of the ground faster. So, no, the chemicals, quote-unquote, are not chemicals, and the, 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 the fracking fluid is not at all dangerous. And um, what about the pictures you've seen of uh, and videos you've seen of people's water catching on fire? Yeah, you know, and, and it's so funny that they use this all the time, and the environmental groups did that in, in movies as well. There was that famous movie with Matt Damon uh, and the guy from The Office who, who was Jim, I forget his real name, um, Gasland, they use that image. Um, there are places in the world that have very high methane tables. Northwest New Mexico, for example, is one of them. Um, so when people show you that image of them lighting their, their faucet on fire, etc., the one that was the most famous, there's not fracking within 100 miles of that person's home. They have a high methane table. It is found in many parts of this country and in many parts of, of Pennsylvania, but methane um, and those types of chemicals are associated with high concentrations of coal, not fossil fuels, no. uh, not oil and gas, not petrochemicals. Now, I want to ask you also, um, the, the Democratic field has been narrowed down to obviously to two and probably one, Joe Biden. Um, mm-hmm. Is he... Uh, I, I know at the uh, there at the uh, power of the future, you're keeping your eye on this stuff. Um, where does he rank among the uh, the lunatics who are running for president for the Democrats who have since been eliminated as far as uh, his environmental wackiness? Yeah, you know, blue collar Joe, middle class Joe, as he calls himself, likes to remind everyone he's from Scranton. But he is on record saying things as outlandish as there is no place for fossil fuels in my administration. He is on the record saying he opposes fracking. He opposes pipeline construction. So I think he's going to have to move to the middle, as always happens after the primary. But he has made some pretty outlandish statements, and he has totally bought into the Green New Deal. You mentioned the beautiful Western PA. Pennsylvania has more than 300,000 people who work directly in fracking, plus several hundred thousand more whose jobs depend upon it. Because fracking machines break, and they need to be repaired. And people have to buy and sell the lubricants I was talking about and manufacture uniforms and eat, right? So the fracking industry supports millions of jobs. Any of them listening right now have to wonder, you're going to vote for the guy who says, I am going to shut down fracking when I become president. So he's as radical as everybody else. He's just trying to do it with a big white smile. And he's likely to pick for his running mate someone who's even more radical. If he picks uh, anybody who was in the field, you know, the, uh, anyone of, of, of the 10 or whatever, 20-some people they were, there were the, who were who running for the nomination at one time, Kamala Harris, uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, any one of those people, if he picks one of them, they're more radical than he is. 
Yeah, and that's that's a great point, and it will be curious to see who he does pick. And he needs to somehow tap into the enthusiasm of the young radical left, which is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, the Sunrise Movement, right? The young people that we see uh, chaining themselves to, uh, to, to to drilling equipment and blocking traffic in major cities, the climate change activists, they were on Bernie's team. They have to go somewhere, and without them, the Democrat nominee has no chance of winning the presidency. So I think Joe Biden has to get someone on the ticket to somehow attract that that very large group of the party. The insane people. Um, I, I saw <laughs> I, I saw a picture. I don't I don't have it in front of me here now. It just popped into my head when you were talking about the demonstrations. I don't know if you saw it. It was a bunch of women topless in uh, the uk in a, in a, what was that in a all circle, about right standing yeah. in a circle i did see that <laughs> I, I saw it and then um um i don't remember i was distracted by the fact that they were topless so i don't know that that might not that might not be a good idea to do that but um so i didn't really get to what they were saying but i, I don't know what it was about it was something to do with the the planet was about to you know uh, disappear if we didn't listen to them i, I don't remember what it was did you um, no matter what it was, I'm sure that solved the problem. Yeah. Um, if you demonstrate long enough, topless or not, if you chain yourself to the ground, that usually is all it takes um, for, for the modern environmental left, right? Look, I would love to have an adult conversation with these folks about energy, about climate change even. Mm-hmm. You know, These are really important issues that we need to face. But when you deal with people whose response is to take off their clothes and bang on drums and scream... <laughs> Well, then it's very hard to have an adult conversation and move the needle. Yeah, let's run around naked and then we'll have a discussion, see what we come up with. That's, <laughs> um, so where, where is, uh, I mean, how, how, is there any, is there any um, sanity seeping into this discussion anywhere? Uh, or is this just a train running down the track that we can't stop when it comes to this? I mean, uh, uh, even a couple of years ago, some this stuff would have been considered not just radical, but actually insane. And now it's mainstream. Yeah. Is there, I mean, how, exactly. how do you get to put a crack in that? Exactly. And, you know, I, I think that the coronavirus, the Wuhan coronavirus, is, is really bringing a lot of things to light. And when it comes to the energy sector, here's something that I am very much afraid of. The, the green radicals, the, the people we were talking about who want us to go green, 80% of the green energy technology is manufactured in China. Right? And of that technology, all of it which requires rare earths, we know about rare earths because they're in our smartphones, in our TVs, in tablets, in electric vehicles, but they're also in solar panels and windmills. China has about 85% of the rare earths market as well. Look at what's happening right now with our medical supply chain because of, because of Wuhan virus. Right? And China is threatening to withhold medical supplies. 90% of ibuprofen is made in China, which is a very scary thought if you have a headache, right? Imagine if China is doing that with their medical supply chain. What's going to happen in 20 years if our entire electric grid is quote-unquote green? Can China shut down our solar panels? Can China deny us parts, materials to fix our solar panels? So anyone who says we need a green deal, I have to say, look, if we're going to send billions of dollars, trillions of dollars, to China and have them build our electric grid. I don't trust China for anything, any amount of money, and I certainly don't trust them to build our our electric grid. Last question uh, here for um, Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power of the Future. Is there, uh, do you see any way that a Democrat, and it looks again like it's going to be Joe Biden, but is there any way that he could, are there enough states out there that a guy with those kinds of radical opinions about the environment can can be elected president? Uh, 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 you know, can it be done? That's, 30 a, that's seconds. a great question. Um, I, I say no, and because of that, the media has to make the president as unpopular as possible. That's what they tried to do with Ukraine. That's what they tried to do with Russia. Stormy Daniels, Michael Avenatti, and the Wuhan virus is their latest attempt to make Donald Trump unpopular. It's their only recourse. Hey, I appreciate it as always. We'll have you on again, Daniel. Thank you. My pleasure. That's Daniel Turner, founder, executive director, Power of the Future. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Saying that outdated federal regulations have hampered the federal government's response to the coronavirus... 
President Trump has announced a national emergency in order to access funds and authority to meet multifaceted challenges. The president also says he was giving Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar emergency authorities to waive federal regulations and laws to give doctors and hospitals flexibility in treating patients. New York has opened its first drive through coronavirus testing center in a hard-hit suburb. Aiming to overcome a lag in testing, Governor Andrew Cuomo called a crisis. The six-lane testing center will initially handle 200 people a day, with priority given to residents of New Rochelle. Stocks have clogged back from some of the recent losses. The Dow gained 1,985 points today. The Nasdaq was up 672. This is SRN News. I'm doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise. But I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back. My doctor said I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Mike Gallagher can't believe the coronavirus is political. It's really, really strange. Nothing seems to unite us anymore. And of course, they're making the coronavirus as political as possible because they're hoping that this will be Another chance to end his presidency. Goodness knows they've tried everything else. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. The man, the yellow van. Call Service Master. Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. The man, the yellow van. Call Service Master. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Seeing some improvement on our highways, but still kind of busy on Parkway West. It's heavy inbound, green tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound, not too bad at the moment. We've also got a problem on the inbound Parkway East now. It's shut down for disabled vehicle removal between Squirrel Hill Tunnel and Beachwood Boulevard. You're jammed up from Forest Hills on down. So, again, that's a major problem inbound. Outbound also slow Boulevard of the Allies to the tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Tonight, clear and much colder. Greasy during the evening with a low 30. 
Tomorrow, sunshine, yellow in the clouds, with periods of rain and drizzle in the afternoon with a high 45. Tomorrow night, a bit of rain mixing with and then changing the snow in the evening, mainly cloudy with a low 29, and partial sunshine on Sunday with a high 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Well, we don't want to become too repetitive here at the Jerk of the Week headquarters, but it may happen a lot if a certain former vice president does become the Democratic nominee for president. Of course, it may only be short term because they may just, you know, put a net over him before too long and taking him away take him away to a, a nice quiet place where he can relax and reminisce about the glory days of the O'Biden Bama administration. Here he is, your Windows are us jerk of the week, Joe Biden. You are actually trying to diminish a second right? Take away the right. Now go to shush. I support the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. From the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20 gauge, a 12 gauge, my son's hunt. Guess what? You're not allowed to own any weapons. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need 100 rounds? You were a veto and you said you going to take our gun. I did not say that. That's not true. I did not say that. It's a viral video like the other ones are putting out. They're saying they're lying. Your voice, you said that you're taking a gun. Oh, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. Take your AR, your AR-14s and what Yeah, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. Hey, let's be clear. There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys want it. I'm not working. Give me a break. Don't be such a worry about it. You're pushing up on me. Hey, there's a lot of people. Hey, 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 here's the deal. Here's the deal. Are you able to own a machine gun? I own a machine gun. I said, are you able to own one? I'm going to own a machine gun. That's right. Our AR-15s are legal. Of course, he said exactly what the guy said he said. But uh, anyway, it could be the first of many or not uh, for Joe Biden. But congratulations to him. Uh, and by the way, we th- we thought about possibly awarding him his own AR-14 as par- as a prize for being uh, named the winner of this week's Windows or Us Jerk of the Week, Joe Biden. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. So I uh, mentioned yesterday that uh, one of the things that uh, is going to be the result of all these cancellations of basically sports uh, being canceled, I mean... There's just there's nothing left. Um, I'm not working for an all sports station, and I don't do an all sports show here, but I do talk about sports. And uh, I said yesterday that one thing that you will find from this um, cancellation of sports is that you may find um, which sports talk show hosts are pretty good and which are not, um, because you have to be pretty creative now come up with stories that don't involve hey how about them penguins uh or you know who should be who should be playing um right wing on Sidney Crosby's line give us a call and let us know what you think that's the that's just boring radio anyway but there's and there's too much of that going on uh some some of it you have to do in sports radio because you are talking about games and that's what people like to talk about but you know every once in a while you need to come up with something a little bit more interesting so I, I I don't know what they're doing on radio these days on sports talk shows. I didn't listen to any today, but um, I hope they're. I mean, they can't be talking about games. But anyway, the reason I bring it up is because there are interesting stories out there. But there's also uh, um, the other thing is that uh, nobody should uh, take lightly what it must be like for the kids, especially high school kids, who. We're practicing sports. I have a grandson who plays lacrosse, for example, and he, he's uh, he's a senior in high school, and he's been 
practicing and working out, and really he's got he got himself a college scholarship out of it. But he's been working and working uh, since uh, December. Actually, he's been all year round. He he, he works, tries to stay in shape, and he's getting ready for his senior season, which started like this week, and it's, they canceled all the all the. Uh, uh, the schools and, and they closed all the schools in Pennsylvania, so there's not going to be a lacrosse season. Now that may sound like so what, get over it, but it's you know I, I'm not I don't want to say that that's not a tough thing for these kids that and in all the sports, uh, especially the spring sports. Most of the other sports like basketball, um, they most of the teams got their seasons in. A lot of disappointed kids who can't play in a state championship. Obviously, that's a once in a lifetime. Uh, deal and something you remember for your entire life, but most of those those of the kids who played high school basketball got a chance to be rewarded for all the practicing they did. The tough thing is these ba- kids who play baseball, run track. Um, they they worked and worked and worked and getting ready for their season to start. They're excited and it's pulled out from under them. So that's tough. Um, and also, but the other thing is that um, you know it's it's. Not quite as bad as it was once was, and when you hear about the college, the college guys and the uh, and and women, the the college athletes and the pro athletes who have their seasons cut short, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for them, or at least in a, in a way, you should feel sorry for them. I guess it's you know that they want their athletes. It's a tough thing, but you know they make millions of dollars and blah blah blah. But the more important thing is that the the people who have jobs that will go away as a result of the games going away. And they need the money a lot more than most of the athletes do who have already made millions. But it got me to thinking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is the greatest generation. And the guys who were athletes, either at the college level or the pro level, back in the early early 40s, mid-40s, during World War II. And, you know, they didn't just have their season canceled and they had to go home and do whatever they do when their season is canceled. They went to war. So I, I ran across some interesting stories. Uh, one of the more interesting ones was Yogi Berra. Now, Yogi Berra, everybody knows who Yogi Berra is, He's but he became a, late in his career, became a a, a, um, a cartoon character. Uh, there was actually a cartoon character named after him, Yogi Berra, but but, you know, for some of the crazy things he said, and he was a lovable character, but, you know, considered kind of a, a, a goofy guy and a buffoon, and he ended up being a pretty good manager and a great player, uh, Hall of Fame player. But here's something I didn't know about it, about him. Yogi Berra uh, made his minor league debut with the Norfolk Tars in 1943. He played 11 games. He hit 396. He had a 396 slugging. Uh, he had a 396 batting average. But he got drafted that year and went into the Navy. So he didn't just get have his baseball career, uh, you know, ended temporarily. It was over, and he had to go overseas and fight in a war. That's kind of tough. So it says here that Berra became a gunner's mate. Now, he wasn't just in the war, Yogi Berra. He volunteered for a special mission to pilot rocket boats. Where? In front of the other landing craft at D-Day, he was the he was in the front line of that invasion, uh, a, you know, an amphibious invasion. The boats used their rockets and machine guns to hit enemy positions on the coast and draw their fire so the other ships could land. Yogi Berra went on to play in the major leagues, became uh, a great hitter, a great player, inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1972. But this is a young guy. I don't know how old he would have been in 1942. Probably 20 years old, maybe. Um, and um, he volunteered to be on the front of the invasion of Normandy. That makes you think a little bit differently about Yogi Berra, and and should make everybody uh, everybody should be reminded of this when they are starting to feel a little too sorry for the guys who have to step away from their athletic careers. And how about this guy, Joe Pin- Pinder? He uh, left the minor leagues. He was at most of his time in Class D. Now, these aren't all major league players, but if you're a minor, if you're in the minor leagues, you think you're a major league player eventually. That's why you're there. And to have that interrupted 
Uh, it could mean that you're never going to get to the big leagues, not just because you might get injured in the war, but just because your career is interrupted and you never get back to it. But Joe Pinder spent most of his time in Class D. He got as high as Class B for a short time, joined the Army in January 1942, was assigned to the Infantry Division. He fought in Africa and Sicily. On D-Day, technician 5th grade uh, Pinder was wounded multiple times and lost needed radio equipment during the struggle to reach the beach. He kept going back and forth in the surf, retrieving items despite sustaining more injuries. Uh, and the the left side of his face, which was cut off and hanging by a piece of flesh, after refusing medical treatment multiple times and finally getting his radio equipment all back together, Pinder was killed by a burst of machine gun fire to the chest. His bravery and perseverance earned him the Medal of Honor. Class D, minor league ball player, Medal of Honor. That's what happened when his career was interrupted. Then there's this guy here, Jack Lummis, who I hadn't heard of, but he was a professional football player. Uh, he played in nine of the New York Giants, that's football Giants, 11 games in 1941, and they played in the championship game. He played in the championship game. After the attack on Pearl Harbor, uh, Lummis finished the season. Ball, that would have been like two weeks later when the championship game was played. And volunteered for the Marine Corps. So he didn't get yanked out. He, he said, oh, okay, my season's over. Uh, I won't be playing football next season because I'm going to be in the Marine Corps. He served as an enlisted military policeman for a few months before uh, enrolling in officer training. Single-handedly took out uh, all three positions in a, uh, after a landmine blew up. And they were trying to, uh, they were trying to attack a, some kind of an... Um, uh, an enforcement there in the in the in in Europe, and he earned the Medal of Honor. He stepped on a landmine later that day and was killed. And then there's Bob Feller. Now Bob Feller is another one of those names that people who know anything about baseball know Bob Feller. And I actually got to know him and spent uh, uh, several times w uh, in a broadcast radio a radio press box doing play by play. He was my color man a couple of times. He showed up that these minor league teams I was working for. I loved uh, hanging out with them. But Bob Feller won 76 games in three seasons before the attack on uh, Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941. He is making like 100000 bucks, which now would be over a million, millions of dollars. The day This is a guy who won 76 games. That's 25 games a year. That's, uh, that's a lot of games. The day after the... Uh, on December 8, 1941... He went down and enlisted in the Navy, Bob Feller did. He was originally assigned to play baseball for troop entertainment, you know, go around, do exhibitions. He passed that up, enrolled in gunnery school uh, school to join the fight in the Pacific. He spent 26 months on the USS Alabama. That's two years uh, seeing combat in the Gilbert Islands and the Marshall Islands. And uh, he survived, came back, and had a Hall of Fame career. One other one here that I liked, uh, this is... Um, Tom Landry, what I do with that? Uh, Tom Landry was a uh, freshman at the University of Texas. You remember Tom Landry went on to become the um, the Dallas Cowboys uh, coach and a Hall of Famer. He um, Tom Landry was a uh, freshman at the University of Texas, and he decided that he was going to be part of another America's team. It said here he was a co-pilot on a B-17 bomber during World War II. Uh, and uh, he, after he got into the service, he flew 30 missions uh, in Europe, survived a crash in Belgium after a bombing run over Czechoslovakia. So that's, uh, that's, you know, that's Tom Landry, the guy everybody, every Steeler fan knows, as the guy who wore the hat and, and uh, paced up and down the sideline for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he... As a 19-year-old kid, decided that he was going to leave college as a freshman and enlist, in, and enlist in the Army Air Corps and flew a bombing mission. Oh, here's one more I wanted to get because this is another. These are guys that uh, that uh, I know people who of a certain age, especially my age, grew up watching these guys. Warren Spawn, one of the best pitchers I ever saw, left-handed pitcher, won over 300 games. Um, he was, I think he was the winningest left-handed pitcher of all time for a while, if he's not still. Um, he joined the Army 
1942. Uh, uh, he pitched his first get major league game in 1942, but joined the Army a little bit later that year. He would fight in the Battle of the Bulge. Uh, and that's a guy who everybody knows as a pitcher, as a Hall of Fame pitcher. Pitched until he was in his 40s. He made up for the time he lost by pitching into his 40s. He's pitching really well into his 40s. And um, battle the bulge. So that's. Uh, I just thought it was a good time to just reflect back on what those guys did when people are talking about what a tough thing it is for the athletes today to have to cancel their season or postpone their season because of a virus. This guy got his face blown off and uh, won the Medal of Honor, the guy we told you about, Lummis. We'll be right back. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorkehe inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Register today at sebgorka.com. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit Seb Gorka.com and click on the Israel banner. That's SebGorka.com. S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now... Listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. She seems happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So where is Rudy Gobert, and how's he feeling? That's my question. You know who Rudy Gobert is? You don't know, do you, Aaron? He's the NBA player who tested positive, the Utah Jazz player. Um, and um, I, my question is, he tested positive. That ended. That resulted in the NBA canceling its season. That was the thing that finally set it off. And then when the NBA canceled its season, the NHL followed and did the same thing. And since then, we've had baseball push the season back. First of all, cancel spring training games and then push the season back at least two weeks. Uh, so I don't have to tell you all the things that have been canceled. But here's my question, and, I, and I'm 100% serious about this, and I'm just in the last five minutes, I'm still looking. And I admit that I, I may have missed this, but it seems to me I shouldn't be able to miss it because it should be a huge story. How's he doing? He has the virus. I mean, the world has been canceled in great part, the sports world anyway, because of him. Is he deathly ill? Has he had any symptoms? Is he, uh, or should, or should we be waiting to find out if he's going to have symptoms and see how badly he feels? Because I've seen store, reports that 85% of the cases are likely to be, uh, have, have the people who get it, 85% of them should have um, minor symptoms. It should be a mild case of this flu virus, which is what it is. So shouldn't the media, I can't do it, I'm back here in Pittsburgh, but somewhere, somewhere somebody should be looking up Rudy Gobert and finding out how he's doing. Not because anybody cares about the Utah Jazz or his basketball season or career, but because he, wouldn't he be a good example of, of a guy who um, found out that he had this disease and he's not dead or dying and maybe he's just a little bit sick or even a, a lot sick but not in any danger of uh, having any permanent issue he's just going to recover in a few days or a couple of weeks or whatever it takes i don't know i don't have the answer i just got the question where is rudy gobert and how's he feeling somebody let me know i may be on monday i'll talk to you then bye the john steigerwall show is a production of am 1250 the answer and salem media group